want to talk about I mean there's reports is he's not going to be back with Cleveland okay but like how many how many times have we heard reports of him yeah but this time you, do you actually back. feel like he's going to stay uh, I don't I don't know if I want to address something that's like I don't like reports like that because like they never okay they never how about the it. idea of it being him being uh, it's uh, something that's been floated out there for a while I don't know I think there's more pressing stuff I think we should uh we should definitely address. Oh, do you? Like what? Uh, like the the stuff that we have in the outline. What do you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh. Are you? Get, well, I, we're already live, so I'm yeah, ready to roll. Whenever you are, waiting for the Ryan Roberts retweet to, to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's when we're official. That, that's when we know we're really. This live. is get to the point. Brought to you by Ryan Roberts. We're, we're just queued up right now, basically. <laughs> John, John, how do you how do you cue this? How, Joe, you push this button, then you push this button. Okay, okay. Can I call you when I'm about to cue it, just to make sure I do it right? Okay, Joe. All right, just call me. Then you ended up figuring it out yourself. I was proud of you that night. Wait, what are you talking about? At WRIU. Oh, yeah, I have no idea how to use a soundboard. I have literally no clue, which is why I'm unhirable in the in the radio industry <laughs> for the one job that I can that like you need. <laughs> <laughs> can you operate this board? No. Okay, sure. then why do you want to be a board op? <laughs> <laughs> then why are you here? <laughs> Uh, door was open. Just walked in, see what was going on. That's it, kind of BS, in my opinion. That the entry level experience, like you need to have background operating board. Like you think you couldn't just train people no, how to no, do they, that? that in the that's first... how it's, I don't know. People get trained. It's just whether or not they like you. If you that's got the, the sizzle for them, the sizzle. Yeah. So you think you have the sizzle? No, I didn't say for, I have the sizzle. Do you? Well, you try to become a board hop. Emphasis on tried that might have at the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know what I was thinking about today? What? Before we get into this NFL stuff. Yeah. Remember those donuts that we got at WPRO? The mm, Providence ones? Those were fantastic. I'm kind of like, I, look, I'm very, I'm not, I think Dunkin' Donuts donuts are terrible. But aside from that, it's like, I, I'm almost fed up with the the designer donuts. When there's just so much going on. Oh, and it's like the, you know, like the, it, it's more like from like a bakery than it is from a, a donut shop. Even it's very fruit and yeah, it's yeah, got yeah, like yeah. a lot of extra. Yeah. Let's, put a, let's put a whole crushed up candy cane on this and then we're going to yes. put some icing on it. And then we're going to put half a slice of chocolate cake on top of this donut. I'm like, what are we doing? Can I get a, that's why Krispy Kreme, I feel mm-hmm. like it's, it's always going to be number one in my heart because they are, they keep it so simple. It's just the same donut. And it's always everything. it's always always fantastic. And always fantastic. And it, have you ever had a bad Krispy Kreme donut? No. And the good the thing with Krispy Kreme is that there is never 
there's not as many of them as there are Dunkin' Donuts. So it's not just shoved down your throat. It, it's not like, and, and we went to school in New England, so it's no, probably it's not like, the case like for- It's like a little treat when you find a Krispy Kreme. You know, it's like, oh. Well, right. You're like, oh, there's a Krispy Kreme near here? Right. You want to know the fattest thing I think I've ever done? What? I got bullied into purchasing a, a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts uh, on campus outside the uh, outside Hope Hall. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember when I they used think, to sell those. I think I ate- 10 Krispy Kreme donuts in the span of four hours. <laughs> so, so wait, let me, Joe let me Kenny came straight. back in the room. I gave Joe Kenny one. I gave somebody else one. He oh, came this back was in freshman the room. year. Yeah, so you needed those year. donuts. You needed yeah, those. Yeah, I did need those donuts. <laughs> I think it was before I got the flu. So all those donuts just got wiped out. All the, the progress was lost. But Joe Kenny comes back in. He's like, how many donuts you got left? I'm like, I don't know, like two. He's like, why would you give you two left? Why would you he, give any? He was like, he was, no, 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 no. I gave him. Two, I gave him a donut before. Oh, he's like, dude, he's like, what, bro? Did you eat all of those donuts? I'm like, <laughs> like, like, shit. I guess I did. <laughs> and this is when Joe oh, Kenny Lord. was like two eighty, and I'm like, <laughs> he was never two eighty. No, he wasn't. Okay, two seventy. Sorry, Joe. I thought okay. he, the highest he and Burke were, who are two tight ends, was two sixty, and that was that was peak off season, which who is knows? what. I don't know. I just remember he came in and he asked me that. And I'm like, what the hell did I do today? I think I sat down. I, I just watched like two movies and just ate Krispy Kreme donuts for, <laughs> for, for four hours. I mean, is that not the dream of every freshman lineman in college? Dude, it was to the not best. have to go to class or be Dude. done with class. No lift. Just yeah, lay down. Finish the lift. I wasn't traveling. Or, no, no, no. It wasn't even a travel day. It was just like. I'm going to sit in my dark room and I'm going to watch movies and I'm going to eat these donuts. Other guys so, are out talking to girls and, 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 and have a party. Well, you were wifed up at the time. So it's, no, that's true. So, so, but let me get this straight. So you, you bought the box of donuts and yeah. then it was just, was it something you consumed as you were working your way towards your dorm? Did you go straight to the dorm or were you like, was this like I a thing I where had, you bought the box, tried to hide the box? It was a short okay. box. I didn't okay. care about hiding the box. That's surprising because usually if you run into if you run into a couple teammates and you're carrying one of those boxes, they're like, yo, 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 smoke, let me get one of those. Be like, oh, yo, let me let me go. There's no way that you're not losing like four of those things. That's fine with me. I have no problem sharing with teammates, unlike you who locks up his locker. I have no problem sharing with teammates. I, also, people kept stealing my stuff. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's the advice I give to everyone. Bring a lock. Otherwise, you're not going to have any shirts by the end of the year. You'll be fine. No one wanted your big-ass shirt. There were like three guys on the team that fit your size. What? I'm just kidding. That's not true. I was a 2X. Yeah. I was a 2X. Okay, so then there were 10. There were 10. And anyone who was going to steal a 2X shirt. 10? All the defensive linemen were 2X. Anyone who wears a 2X is not getting away very stealthily if, if they think you're coming around the corner. It doesn't matter. You're not taking it while the other guy's in the locker room. What kind of thievery is that? What's what's that game plan? Are you? That's true. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'd be so nonchalantly that that it's like you know. Well, what the theory that I I have is I don't think anyone I, I don't think anyone was ever an ass enough to be like, like oh I'm gonna go around and see who's got shirts. I think it was dudes were running late. And if you were one of the people that always left the locker room early, they're like, oh my God, I don't have my loop. I don't have my shirt. Right. So they go through lockers, go through lockers, and then they grab a shirt. And then after that, they just don't care and they just keep it. 
That's what I think happened to me most of the time. I would come back and I would see a pair of my shoes gone, and then it would just because uh, just be because Murph needed a pair of shoes and he was late or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't bother me. It was fine, no. you know, because there's only one other guy that needs that size. <laughs> right, right. Shoot. Um. <laughs> so, Sean, we might as well get into some of the, the you know the first major headline. I think that this sure. was the biggest headline that came from week uh week eight was it we still yes. have one game left today and we're going to talk about monday night football but this past week the the one thing that everybody was talking about was the javon wims altercation with chauncey gardner johnson of the new orleans saints and a lot of people were freaking out because they were saying like how do you how do you react like that like how, how does a you know a grown adult lose his composure so bad that um he almost throws like a fit at chauncey gardner johnson's direction people were laughing at how uh, you know, Gardner Johnson didn't really react. He just kind of stood there and, and let him hit him because he knew that if he reacts, then he possibly gets ejected too. So there, there's all these little bits and pieces. Bears fans, of course, being upset at uh, uh, whims for the outcome and had it, how it impacted the outcome of this game. But uh, Sean, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. But frankly, from my perspective, I... Like I can kind of see where Wims is coming from, like losing your cool like that. Like I think football is one of those sports that, and you're gonna, I know you're gonna disagree with me. Football is one of those sports where if you're really getting like scrappy with someone in a game, it's very easy to lose your cool. And I think that anyone who thinks like, oh, how can you be a professional and 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 can't maintain your composure? Well, I think that those people haven't played football and they don't know what it's like being inside a you know a helmet and on a field when someone gets in your face and i know what you're gonna say they happened to me twice i got i got yeah. <laughs> i got penalties twice because stuff like this happened to me i didn't react the way that whims did but i've thrown i've thrown swings because i was pissed off i was getting cheap shotted when that stuff happens you lose your cool when the refs don't have your back you end up reacting like that that's that's where i stand with this yeah, everybody's different on the football field. That's the fun part about it is that there are some guys that like like Jonathan Ogden. I love stories about him and hearing about how he would just look and he would laugh and he would just if anybody tried, he'd just give a huh, 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 you know, or whatever. <laughs> Whoever in the documentary was talking about him, I think of the top 100 players of all time. They were just like, he just look at you and he smile. And then if you ever pushed it against him. You know, he would you would really get on you. But everybody's different. Some guys are hot headed. Some guys are just level cool you know julio jones not going to say a word megatron not going to say a word just going to do their thing some guys uh deshaun jackson he's going to get in your face he's going to chirp with you being in the game then burn you leron landry for 80 yards on the first play but i mean different guys are different you know it, it, but the fighting it, first of all i have never seen anything like that where you just sneak up oh hey 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 cold cocked them and then, and then hit him again. And the gloves like, to the helmet too. Everybody's like, why would you punch him with a closed fist? I'm like, okay, well, first of all, let me break this down for you. The first, the first punch that uh, whims through, it wasn't a full, full punch because he had a closed fist. He's saying, boom, stuck you. Now we're really going to fight. The second one, he reared back. And a lot of people didn't notice that he reared back pretty closed. And then he finished with the good freaking mash and he mashed him. And that's really where you deliver the best blows. I saw Keith Coleman laid the hardest freaking blow open hand to Tyrone Biggs. And it was the, I've never seen someone get hit so hard in the face before in my life. And he opened palm them. If he closed palm them, he would have broken his fingers. But so people are like, why would you punch him with a closed fist? Well, the first punch, first of all, was not that hard. It's saying, Hey, we're getting this on. 
And then second, it goes open hand. And also, hockey players are even wilder. Tom Wilson's fight against the Lightning two years ago in the playoffs, he was punching closed fist, knuckle onto the top of the hockey helmet repeatedly. I get it. Hockey players are built different. But stop commenting about why players punch with a closed fist. It's emotional. It happens fast. You don't feel pain when it happens. You really don't. When you get in a fight and you're punching a helmet, you really don't feel it. And then when you really start scrapping, then you grab the face mask and you punch the face mask with the with the open hand. Nobody who really knows what they're doing, uh, they, they're, they're not punching as hard as they can with a closed fist to the side of the head. It's really mostly who can get control of the face mask and who can de- deliver the biggest uh, biggest blow. Got that, WRIU kids? Regardless, <laughs> I've never seen somebody just sneak a guy on the field. And it, whatever precedented it, whether it was spitting, trash talking, mm-hmm. uh, it looked like uh, he pulled off mouthpieces, whatever. Yeah, that was that was part of it. And then the report that Gardner Johnson spit in Wims's direction or on some, him. Some guys take that differently. But if you spit in somebody's face, you better expect to get punched in the face back for it. I mean, that's that that yeah. goes on and off the football field. You know, it, I, whatever. Trenches, guys are slobbered. It's just there's spit, mucus, everything, blood, sweat. But like as a corner to directionally yeah, spit at receiver, yeah, yeah. you're getting punched. That's a direct that's a direct disrespect. And then guys in the trenches uh, will sometimes, you know, hawk one at the, at the other person that's direct disrespect. Then they get to scrap. And I mean, you just can't spit on someone and you didn't make the choice to spit on someone in their face. You're making a choice saying, I don't respect you one bit. I'm going to spit on you, which is probably the most disrespectful thing you can do worse than anything that you could say. And you should get punched for it. It, it, That's just how it goes. I remember, I think in 2005, a Cowboys defensive lineman spit on Michael Vick and he got fined $150,000. Michael Vick didn't fight him back, I don't think, but he got fined big time for that. It's a big code amongst anybody. Mm-hmm. If you, you walk into a, a jewelry store, Joe, somebody spits in your face. What do you do? I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up. I'm gonna I'm gonna freak the hell out because yes. that's the, that is the most disrespectful thing that you this, can do. This is a I think that that punching someone in the face if they spit on you or blowing up on them, yeah. even if you're someone that, that's a pacifist, if someone spits in your face, you should be okay to blow up on them. I mean, like there's only right? there's only so many bodily excretions that you can directly toss in somebody's direction i mean if you start pissing on somebody they're gonna just think that you're a crazy person they're just gonna think you're mentally unstable you're right, just right. you're gonna you're pissing or on if me you, if you throw your fecal matter at someone yeah, too crazy same, person it's different bit, yeah. you spit on somebody like that that's yeah. saying no i know what i'm doing i know yeah. what i'm doing that, that yeah get rocked yeah look i look i still want to just reiterate this point before we move on i think anybody who in this situation was upset at whims and was not only blaming him for the loss and, and directionally attacking him. Like hey, there are a lot of people, for some reason I have a lot of bears fans followers. A lot of people are saying like F you to, to Javon Wims. Those people have never played football in their lives. Apparently they did know nothing about picks. Yeah, he did, it's but it's not awful. It's picks. Javon Wims fault because these people have never played the game of football and they have no understanding of the emotions that go into the game of football. I can tell you, from personal experience, as I said earlier, I have been in those situations where I've lost my cool. It happens to everybody at some point in practice, in games. Not everybody. It doesn't happen to everybody. But I would say most people that play the game of football at some point or the other, they will they will lose control of their emotions no matter how composed that person is. So that is not on him. Anybody who disagrees with me, you clearly have never played football before. The, the game is always a test. It's a test to see how hard you are because it's a hard sport. 
And it, it, that's what it is. You're always getting tested. Can I, can I get away with it? How hard are you? That, that's what it is. Will you put up with this? Will you put up? You're either a, a chill guy who nothing phases or you're always and everybody recognizes that. And that comes with respect, obviously. Or when you're getting when you're starting any uh, real level of football, there's always a just a group test. It's just something that naturally happens to see who's hard and who's not. Because you need people on your team that are hard that can that can roll with you if something like that happens. Right. I mean, whatever. It was like, uh, who fought Florida? Was it Mizzou this last week? I don't remember. Uh, they, they were throwing haymakers. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, whatever. You want the game to just be the game, and you don't need all these fights, but you got guys sticking up for each other. It's a beautiful thing in football. You know, you want – it's a it's a test. And if you're like, yeah. Give me a break. Wims didn't lose you that game. You losers. You guys stink anyways. New Orleans tried to hand <laughs> you that game. You guys stink. All right. You have Khalil Mack. You're wasting him. Roquan Smith, wasting him. Eddie Jackson, wasting him. Allen Robinson should get thrown the ball every single time. Why it, it, is he not? It's basically the Bears that fans stinks. way of rationalizing the fact that this team is way worse than it actually is. They're not going to go to the playoffs. This is no. not a playoff team. They started five and one, but that was a, that was a fluke. That was a, they are the, the worst five and one team that we've seen in a while. They did not belong where they were. Sean, speaking of, uh, you know, good teams and bad teams. Trade deadline is approaching. It's supposed to come up tomorrow, the same day as, as election day. So that's going to be, uh, you know, that's going to be a, a wild mess of just news in and out of just hearing different things on different levels. But um, the, the the two major moves that, that we saw today, uh, and there's a third one that also happened over the weekend. First being 49ers trading Quan Alexander to the Saints for a conditional fifth and also Kiko Alonso. So I want to talk about this one first before we get to Desmond King. This one was confusing. This one was very confusing because I understand that the 49ers are in a position where they might not really make the playoffs because Garoppolo might be done for most of the season. Um, Kittle. George Kittle is going to be done for most of the season. So maybe they're saying, all right, guys that are on expensive contracts and they're at the very end of their deals, we're going to see if we can move them. I think that's what this was, but I don't understand why you get rid of your second best linebacker and you have one of the best linebacker pairings, if not the best linebacker pairing in the NFL with him and Fred Warner. I just didn't understand this move. I thought their, their defense, I don't know why they keep on deciding to scrap it. Uh, scrap. If you're going to scrap, replace young. Don't scrap and replace old with Alonzo. That's what I feel like. I know in Seattle when they scrapped or they shipped somebody off, they always replaced Young, and they developed them into that system. The 49ers defense last year was legit. The 49ers defense this year, pre-injuries, could have been super legit. And I get it. You traded away. You had a ton of – you traded Buckner away. You have a ton of talent on the defensive line. You got a ton of talent in the – in the linebacking core, and we're just scrapping them for Kiko Alonso. Quan Alexander's a really good player, really good player. I know he's going to – I mean, now the Saints might have a, a, an incredible linebacker duo with Quan uh, Alexander and Demario Davis, so I'm really not thrilled about that happening <laughs> and having to face them uh, twice for the in, in the last eight weeks of the season. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing out in San Francisco. They're playing on – their maybe they're playing checkers. Or maybe they're playing chess and we're all playing checkers. Maybe that's how it is. I, I you have to give um, 
Who's it? Who who is it there? John Lynch? No, no, he's running. Uh, no, it is. Who who's running it there? I know. It's oh, Shanahan. in San Francisco? Yeah, it's John yeah. Lynch. Is John the Lynch. general yeah, manager? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got it confused because he played for the uh, Broncos for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he is just ahead of the game, and he's saying he's looking at the value. He looking looking at all this, looking at the cap. I don't know. I know Quan Alexander is a guy that you can put in there, and he'll play sixteen games for you, and he will play very well for sixteen games. You don't get a lot of Quan Alexanders in the league. You just don't. Uh, maybe they have somebody they, they're high on in the draft. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't love this move by them, and I don't love the return they got for a player of Quan Alexander's caliber. So speaking of bad returns, Desmond King, one of the best yeah. <laughs> slot. Desmond King, one of the best slot uh, corners in the league. I don't know what that. I, I was trying to swipe back and forth between my browsers. And great. So the thing with I just want to say with Zencaster, it won't let you do that. But this, it took me back. It, it went back in my history, so it took me back out of uh, out of Streamyard. So well, I'm glad all the viewers got all my big fat face there for, yeah. for two seconds, looking like a deer in the headlights. And I just yeah, the, up on Desmond King. <laughs> the crazy thing is that you can't. You can't control anything, so you no, would have been stuck with all the settings, and I because I'm the only one who can control everything. But so Desmond King, one of the best slot corners in the NFL, is now heading to the Titans for a sixth round pick. So th- this was a, a, an iffy deal for me because the Chargers are in no position to make the playoffs. They're going to need to figure some stuff out this offseason before they can become that playoff team. They have the direction. They have got a very talented rookie quarterback. They could win games next year. But they need to fill out the rest of the roster. Getting rid of a, a veteran corner like Desmond King, who is not going to be uh, under contract very soon, it's smart to try and trade one of those guys at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why they didn't try and push for more than a sixth. I feel like somebody would have been able to g- give more than a sixth for a very talented slot corner. I get it that their defensive backfield is loaded with – Hayward and Chris Harris Jr. and Nasir Adderley and then um, Derwin James. James. Yeah, yeah when, when he gets uh, healthy again. Uh, I, I know that they're loaded and maybe they're just trying to get some value when he was just the, the fifth guy out of those five that they're saying we got to do something. I don't know. The Chargers are a weird team. They have sneakily been just as unlucky, or not even unlucky, snake bitten as Atlanta this year. You see the metrics. I get it. Justin Herbert's showing off, but I mean, they should ne- they, they were up 24 to three to the, to the, Broncos yesterday. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's the same thing as Atlanta. It's just they're so talented. The Chargers are so talented. They need a couple pieces. Sure. I don't know where though. They got they got good running backs. They have great receivers. Mike Williams is probably one of the most underrated players in the NFL. I know we're talking about Desmond King, but I don't know. You some teams go by the 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 stand of like Tampa Bay. You can never have enough good talent. Desmond King, super talented, very good player. Uh, very good for the Chargers also. He's going to be really good in uh, Tennessee. I mean, it's just another piece for them to be able to use because they're gearing up for the playoffs. I mean, maybe he's going to be someone that really makes a difference for them in their run. You can never have enough good defensive backs. Teams, or good corners, right? Yeah, yeah you just can't, you can never have enough. So good for the Titans for going out and signing them for just such a good deal. Again, maybe we're missing something. Maybe we're not in it, uh, but a sixth-round pick for Desmond King, it does not equate to as much as I, I, I thought that he would. 
No, and it's a good deal for the Titans. They're adding a player who's going to help fuel what should be a playoff run. Them losing to the Cincinnati Bengals really doesn't help their case. No. Regardless, though, Titans, a good team right now, one of the best teams in the NFL, so they're going to need to bolster up for this playoff run. Last one, we don't need to go too deep in on this one, Sean, but uh, Avery Wilson uh, in a seventh-round pick, a 2022 seventh-round pick, is heading to the Steelers for a 2022 fifth-round pick. I do have some other news that I just saw on my timeline. What? Uh, Takaris McKinley just tweeted, the Atlanta Falcons aren't trading me. They have declined a handful of offers. That's depressing. Very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I don't don't mind, dude. Like I said, the first game and a quarter that he played this season, he was like playing with his hair on fire. He's a good player. He's just unluckily got hit with the bad, sh- bad groin and the shoulder last year. They can't afford to keep him. I know they can't, but they're not trading him. I don't know. I don't know. They don't have anybody behind him to develop, though. So let's just keep him in. Try to play some good football, play spoiler. I don't care. As long as he beat the Saints twice, that's good for me. Regardless, I don't, it doesn't look like he's uh, going anywhere. Uh, do you have any thoughts to, on? Um, yeah. Do you have any thought on uh, Avery Williamson? I thought um, the Steelers were. Yeah, I thought the Steelers were loaded at linebacker. The I Devin mean, Bush got hurt, so that's, I know. But that's the, the his big replacement forty one. Um, whatever. He, uh, who is his? Whatever. I his we don't need it. He's got a weird name. Out. He's a no name guy. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I got to figure it out because um, he's been playing uh very well for them. He's been he laid the big hit on uh yeah Robert Spillane or Spillane. He's been playing very well for them. He looked like a guy that could be serviceable as the guy ne- next to uh, uh, Bush when he comes back. And then uh, nine, number 98, Vance Williams has been playing well. He's been laying the boom. I'm like, they are stacked at linebackers. But again, maybe they're going from it a standpoint of you can never have enough good talent. Bring Avery Will- Williamson in. He's a good linebacker. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, uh, Ryan put in the, in the chat that it is uh, Spillane. Thank you. Thank Spillane. you, Ryan Roberts. This is Get to the Point presented to you by Ryan Roberts, by <laughs> yes, the way. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> Stork44. What's that about? Uh, that's his uh, his periscope name. He's got a weird periscope name. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. Maybe Ryan will provide us with uh, Is that a baby thing? Because he has a kid? He doesn't have a kid yet. Oh. He does not, not have stork. a kid yet. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, wrap to wrap us up though, Sean, for a final few minutes here. Unless we do get any questions, people want to drop anything in about NFL. You guys want to just ask us any questions? Feel free to. Monday Night Football: The Giants are twelve and a half point underdogs, playing against Tampa Bay. I have very little expectations for this game, but if if I were, why'd you take off the headphones? What you don't want to? You just not don't want to listen. What, what, what's your bit here? You say Tampa Bay again. I'm, I'm leaving the studio. That Tom, was infuriating. Tampa Breda. Tampa Tampa Brady. You don't. <laughs> Tampa Brady. You, oh boy, I hope you get a flat tire tomorrow. Okay. I I just really I don't know. Maybe I hope. I don't know what I hope on you for saying that, or what I can wish upon okay. you. Bad things. Well, it's a good bit. Um, a bad bit. It's I worse have, than your. It's it's as bad as your Danny Dimes bit. I have very minimal expectations for this game. But if if there was one game for the Giants to play way out of their expectations, like the Vikings, the Vikings just pulled off an upset against the Packers and nobody yes. expected them to do that. If there was going to be one game this season for the Giants to do that, 
it would be this game. So they're either going to lose by like like 28 points or they're going to find a way to win this thing at the very end of it. Like, do you think that's crazy? I think that the Buccaneers are both what everybody hoped that they would be and they're also exceeding everybody's expectations at the same time. Everyone thought they were going to be fun. Nobody thought they would be fun and good which is kind of scary. Whereas the giants are boring and the giants are also bad. So okay. the, the matchup for this does not uh, prove to be a, a good one for the New York giants, given that they're not, they, they're not that creative. Um, they are going to, uh, who's, who's going to be running the rock tonight? Wayne Gallman. Yeah. Wayne Gallman. Yeah. Freeman's hurt. Good pickup there. Who could have, who could have told you? It's better than just rolling with Wayne Gallman. I mean, we had no one else. It was it was Wayne Gallman and Deion Lewis. You guys should be able to get creative with Deion Lewis. Dude, he's 33. He's so slow. He's so slow. So he's he, like th- Michael Bush now? Kind of. I Dude. How sad is some, that story? Do you remember yeah, that? With yeah. The, with the draft there, the combine, and he went out and he ran like a 4.83 or something like that. And he's like, oh, well, that's it for my career. Yeah, I remember that. I love that. I I wish they did that more. I, I liked I loved seeing the out of out of work veterans going and doing their own combine and almost another draft. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I wish they would do that again. Yeah, I don't know why they stopped doing that because there were some guys that did pick up pick up some opportunities, but can you imagine how well Alden Smith would have done it every single one of those? Oh my god. Why do I st- I dude, he is a paradox. Cuz I'm like, okay, I, I don't I'm not really rooting for him. But at the same time, it's kind of like he took off four years of football and he's still like starting. <laughs> what is this? How easy? And he's playing well, too. He's yes. playing really well. <laughs> Golly. What a, I don't know. You guys are going to get rampaged. I mean, Nadamakun Su is probably going to have a sack and a half. Jason Pierre Paul is going to have a sack and a half. You guys are going to get torched. Actually, I don't know. Uh, Will Hernandez is out, right? Yeah, he's on the COVID list, so Shane Lemieux will be starting at left guard. Well, maybe if Shane Lemieux gets burned a couple times, you get to see Murph in there, and I know Murph's going to lock him down. Murph's not on the active roster. Oh, he should be. He's on the what are you guys run. doing? I, wait, maybe they ele- – I don't know if they elevated him for this game, but I I, I, I don't think they did. It's a crime. Mm. <laughs> don't want to get Shane Lemieux in there. Sean, you got any closing thoughts for us? Anything? How many people we got in here? We have five right now. Five. We had, this was a very consistent day today. This was a very consistent oh, stream. Good. We we only hit zero once, and it was for like a quick second. We were always around like like seven, eight. How, there were a couple times around like fifteen. How many were in when I was talking about the donuts and my incredible fatness? Uh, th- that was our peak. That was at like twenty nine. Yeah. Every time. Damn and then, it. And then it was also <laughs> we also peaked very highly when we were talking about how this show is presented by. Ryan Ryan. How does that work? What is the what is the timing on this? Well, because he quote, he quote tweeted us. He's like, "Oh, they're talking about me, guys. You got to go listen." <laughs> that was what he said. You'll see what he said. It's every time. Every time we do this, I keep on forgetting that we need to hit with the credible stuff. No, and then no, at the, the end, stupid We need to hit with the stupid stuff because people, the stupid stuff at the beginning. People just, leave <laughs> when we start talking about serious stuff. People want to hear us be. They want to hear about me housing ten Krispy Kremes. Yeah, yeah. 
Dude, also, how's Krispy Kreme figured out the perfect jelly donut also? The per the, the filling Oh, we're donuts? circling back. We're circling I'll back. I'll circle right back now. on it. What else do I have to close it with? The giant stink. Oh, oh, before we get to the donuts. The Giants uniforms tonight. Uh, they're you going like to the those? throwbacks. Th those are sleek. I always thought that they, the Giants yeah. had the best. Best throwbacks. Um, color, uh, not throwbacks, but the color rush jerseys that they had. The 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 white on white with Odell when he was there. That's those what those are. Were so. Oh, they're going. I thought they were doing a throwback with the Giants on the side. They are. They are a throwback. They're a throwback color rush. Oh, dude, I'm all in. That is fantastic. Yeah, yeah I've I've tried to buy one of those jerseys before. They're so hard to get. Dude, if if Tampa comes out on that pewter on pewter, it might be the best jersey matchup of the mm. year. Whatever, Krispy Kreme. They're. Their standard donut is a 10. Just the circle with the hole, boom, 10. But their their fillings donuts, they they have the best fillings with the lemon and the raspberry. And then the donut around it, the actual holder of it, is better than any Dunkin' Donuts donut that I've ever had. It's just phenomenal. It's just a freaking big hockey puck. Are you, are you with me on this? Because I think, have you had them? Uh, I've had them. It hasn't been. It's been a while, though. I don't. I try not to eat a lot of donuts. I, I know, but your passion for bagels makes me think that you have a passion for donuts. I am not that. Pa I'm more passionate about donuts than I am bagels. Really? What yeah. is Donnie talk? What was Donnie talking about then? He's just calling me fat. What do you? <laughs> there's no. There was no. No <laughs> evidence behind that. On the show yet? I don't know. I, you, you're supposed to book him. I don't think it's that easy to get him on because I've asked him and he never responded. But at the same time, he's like, oh, you need to you need to come up and visit. You can stay at my house. You can stay at my beach house. His kangaroo story is the funniest story I've ever heard in my life. He hasn't told, I haven't heard the kangaroo story. The, kangaroo the, raccoon, story. The, the raccoon one's one of the best. The raccoon one, I didn't feel so good about because he came in and his knee was all taped up. And I'm like, oh, mm. raccoon really did bite you on the knee. I'm like, oh, that's not great. He wasn't doing so great that morning. Yeah, but just, <laughs> he laughed it off. But just thinking of, of Donnie scrapping with a raccoon. What, right, a, what a I cartoon think, that would be. Yeah. I, I think, Thanks I think for putting the Krispy Kreme up while you have no thoughts on Krispy Kreme. I have. Yeah. I think suck. that's. 